broadcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. A mastermind, a mastermind. I taught the flow how to be cold, so I mastermind. You niggas is asinine. The flow you spit should only be heard after mine. The scorecard should be the same. This is Rob Cast. Mastification. Like mastication. I think. Yeah, I said mastification. I was mastification. I know. I like that way better. Mastification. Like, oh, that's some slavery <laughs> shit right there. Um, with me, I have, uh, as usual, my um, partner in crime, the guy that will actually get away with the crime, and I'm going to serve the time for it. Daddy Murder. Dude, you already are. You are fucking Daddy D. Murder. Oh shit, you Daddy D. Just realized that shit. <laughs> Oh, Fuck ja Rule. I don't Mine's think we've ever spoke about this. Fuck that guy. Yes. He got brought dude. Him and Nelly. I heard Nelly's making a comeback. Dude, Nelly, in he's slinging Honey Nut Cheerios, sir. What? He's a new spokesperson for Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, I saw. I did see that one commercial where they use his song in the background, but I didn't know he was more than just. He's in the commercial. He's telling the B how to have swag, and I was like, fuck this. Okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, Nelly is right now. How old? Thirty-nine. Really? Wow. Too old to be saying swag. I feel like the word swag needs to be uh, a moratorium put on it. Well, no, I mean, I I just feel like it needs to be uh, stricken from the records because, like that one IHOP commercial where the guy is like, the, as the kids would say, this has swag. How does it have swag? It's oh, you talking pancakes. about the you talking about the stu- no, it was the stuffed uh, French toast. Yeah, it's like. How, how do these have swag? It's just shit inside of waffles. You know, come on. Like, fuck what you're saying. Like, the only time swag, and this is a conversation I've had and I've killed before, that swag should only be used in two ways. Yeah. Um, pirate talk. And um, when you're, like, getting free, like, chashkis and shit. <laughs> there be many swag here. Har, <laughs> har. I don't know. I um. What was it? Master pooping mash. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I, I went on a date with this horrible woman one time. I thought you were just gonna say. Whore. And I said swag, referring to something. I can't even remember what it was. She's like, oh, you're one of those people. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. She said that, and then she told me that it stands for secretly we are gay. And I was like, yeah, you know something. I got angry because I was like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't because if it did, the rap community wouldn't be using it as heavily as they are. I. What she's like, she's like, it started in California because all the gay people and blah, blah, blah. I was like, um, you know, no offense to gay people, but fuck them. In addition to that, that means all athletes. Yeah. Because I, I believe now, if I, I might be wrong, but I believe I've read a dictionary before. I think swag is a abbreviated version of swagger, which is like. Yeah, I mean. Overly confident or something like that. I get swagger. Yeah, it's like swagger beget swag. And now swag stands for the shit you have. Well, yeah. Which I I'm I think you should continually that. abbreviate it. Swagger, swag, you should become swa. swa. <laughs> I've got so much swa. I try to abbreviate everything possible. Instead of calling my boys niggas, I'm like, that's my nigga right there. Like, that's my nigga. My see, nigga's thought, doing a jig. See, if I I said I, I was saying nigga at one point just because I was like, oh, that's the easy white person's way out. Uh, no, jigger is, sir. Jigga, whenever I say Jigga, I'm only talking about one man. <laughs> one man. Brett, that's not do or die. It's the Rock. Holla. I like the <laughs> Um, This right here, dude, I'm so, so wanting to send this. What is that? <sighs> oh, God, what is that? 
don't they don't say it on air, but just take a, a, a cursory look at it, and you'll see exactly what the fuck it is. Yeah. That's maybe a month and a half old. I've been regretting writing it, but when I'm going through shit, it's always something creative that uh, manifests. I like it. Mm. At first, I thought this was like an invoice or something. Like, like hey, bitch. It's got a couple <laughs> different fonts, some bold lettering, some... Uh... Some uh, italicies. Yes. It's not bad, dude. The the pink paper was a poor choice on my part, but that's all uh, we had. Girls like pink. I like pink too, but more importantly, I like the stink. <laughs> not me, not me. So, dude, what you're you're going to? Desperate times call for desperate measures. I like that, yeah. I would and, say that. And currently, and thank you. And currently, um, we're experiencing a what government shutdown. Um, as far as I know, we're still in a holding pattern. So they can't land quite. That's going to fuck up me being a, a, a working stiff slash living off the government tit. I need my stamps. Motherfucker. Yeah. I, um, I've been on, and here's my favorite part. I got fired in July mm. and they, unemployment in Maryland, they held me up. How's the last three months? Ten weeks. It's been rough. I blew through, I blew through three quarters of my savings account, and I love it because everybody I talk to, they're like, "Well, you should be happy. You at least have a savings account. You at least have some money in the bank, bitch." No, I'm not because I had a fat stack in the bank before unemployment decided that I can't get benefits for ten fucking weeks. For whatever bullshit reason. They didn't even give me a reason. It's because you made too much money. Like, when I was on that shit, I got a fat buyout. Yeah. I think they gave me 13 grand to buyout, right? Wow. And, it, but dude, just think about that. That's a fifth of what I made in a year. Yeah. So, they was like, yeah, um, you're going to be denied for three months. Mm-hmm. And and basically, they said you made too much money. And then in addition to that. And that's sad. I make the, I was, at the time, I was making the ceiling. Of what you can make in unemployment benefits. So I was like, no, we don't really want to pay you. You start getting a real dope for you. You want it to someone that kind of gets where you're coming from. You're like, dude, you're not getting anything. I just love that. Because my father was the one that told me, uh, come the 17th when uh, all <coughs> this Obama-Rama shit comes into play. Sounds like WrestleMania. It is. It really is. The government has turned into Obama-Rama. Dude, he should put a headband on and grow a Fu Manchu. I just want him to come out to the podium... One time, tell it like it is, say I ain't going nowhere, and then turn and walk back while Dre's next episode plays, man. I need him to say one thing in that that whole thing, and I love the way that was put up there. He needs to say, Jim Banner, I'm coming for you, brother. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Obama comes for you? It's just bad. It's just (laughs) bullshit because, like, the way my dad told me is that come the 17th, benefits, food stamps, a lot of different government-funded bullshit is going to be abolished, which is going to be hilarious when, I mean, how many people, how many people, how, what's the percentage of unemployment in this state? I mean, the, the, it's going to be bad. Even, even It's going to be at, bad. Even if you look at the state, like, just do the country, right? I think the country, they, they always go with the country's numbers. And those are, you know, you, you remember the why when they were cooking the books in that season? To kind of show that the murder rate and it's like, well, we're going to push these murders oh, to next yeah. year. We're not going to solve this to next year. It's kind of one of those things. It's unrealistic. I look at what is the quality jobs you fuckers have. Because, I'm sorry, 
if I have a degree, right, and I've been working like, like I, I always said that in my previous career, I was making a lot more than I should have been making. I knew that people said, don't ever say that, you never know. Fuck that. I know what the real dope is. However, I'm not going to say, yeah, I'll take this $7.25. You know, eat a dick. I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. Like, dude, I've turned down, like, just when I was on that shit, I turned down a couple jobs um, because, of, for, for more so, health issues. I was just like, I don't, I don't want to sit in a fucking dusty-ass, like, warehouse with no dust mask, just breathing in horse shit that's being filtered and mm-hmm. fucking... I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And it's like, well, it pays ten dollars an hour. Just moving your ass. Like, no. And I did this number. I make ten fifty an hour in unemployment. It's just bullshit. Cause I just started getting benefits. <sighs> I just started paying my bills with money that isn't savings money. It's money that you earned too. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I've spent over six years in the workforce working hard. Mm-hmm. Um. And before that, I was working UPS, and yeah, I quit that job kind of abruptly, kind of like a dickhead. It's like, oh, da, 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 da. it was. I, hey, I wrote on a box. Fuck I, you guys. Yep. <laughs> Eat a fucking dick. I'm out. But but but, dude, even going further back, like, I've been in the workforce since I was 15, dude. Like, you know, the, me too. So, I've got 13 years invested. Can and this is this is you know what we're gonna segue out of that shit because this is what we talked about the other day, which makes more sense. Um. Upward, upward mobility. Um, the whole thing of ambition and shit. What we determine as ambition. I started off as a fucking janitor. Mm-hmm. From a janitor, I moved into event staff. Made double what I was making as a janitor. Um, in that time as an event staff, moved up to an event staff manager. And then from there, finished school, moved into a $45,000 a year job. It kind of had that intern level, but was yeah. a permanent employee. Didn't perpetually moved up. And then, you know, you know how you, uh, what, what's the whole thing? Um, I forget, it's an old saying and shit, but it's essentially if you rise too high and you don't have like a parachute or something, some, yeah. some bullshit like that. And then it was just like, bye, Rob. It's like a God of where you slap down yeah, out of yeah. air and shit. Yep. And with bitches these days, I would tie this into telling you fish. You sit there, fish. you read this whole shit. Well, you gotta have a job, you gotta be doing this, you gotta be doing this. It's like, who the fuck are you to say I gotta be doing anything? I could but sell that, crack and make more money half the time. Fuck but that's perceived as ambition in their eyes. My my definition of ambition is like you have the goal to get to it, but in this current state of affairs, and maybe that going forward, we don't know how long this is going to be. But it's hard for you to have all that ambition, all that drive to say, "Look, I, I like I just described my shit moving up. I scar faced corporate America for a bit, and then no no ill of my own." I was fucking cast out. So how was I not ambitious? And I complain because I can't get back to that because I know that I'm deserving of that. I know that I'm qualified for that. But, well, you should just work the little bullshit job. That's anti-ambition to me. Yeah. Well, you need to make money. No, 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 no. That's anti-ambition. My time, I feel like I have a dollar amount set to my time. And if I'm not getting that, then I should just go after it. Just because it's... Mm. Paying me something to know. Fuck that. I, I don't know. My my swan, uh, swan song. I thought you were going to say swamp ass. No, like, oh. swamp. Well, I had swamp ass earlier. Um, but no, my, my whole saga started at the Northeast Market. I worked maintenance for uh, fried chicken in a raw chicken bar. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> I did. I did. They wanted to move me into the raw chicken side where I would be working with customers 
And I couldn't take that because I was still young enough where people call me white boy wasn't cool. Like, oh, you, you can call any of my, any, anyone I know right now could call me white boy and I'll be fine with it. But when I was 15, I was like, I have a name, motherfucker. I've got a name. It's Danny D. <laughs> but I moved on from that to uh, GameStop. Was I, I was with GameStop for a couple years. Yeah. And then I got a day job with a data entry. Like, I started doing data entry, and I liked it. But the job I worked was total bullshit. And I'll tell you, uh, doing data entry for insurance companies. Uh. No, dude, it is the dumbest thing because, like, you, you know how people have issues that pop up with their insurance yeah, or yeah. somebody gets sent a bill that they weren't supposed to get sent? That's because of boneheads like me and the other idiots that used to work for that company who don't know what the fuck they're doing. They never really trained me. So I got kind fired. Of a temp thing, right? Yeah. Got fired from that, quit GameStop, went to UPS. I'm a box chucker for about three months. You went from until... white boy to what came brown for you. Hey. And then um came a mulatto. I got into the state. And once you get into the state, it don't matter. You really you have to do something hardcore, like walk around with your dick out or blatantly grab some titties dude. to um get fired from the state. You should stamp every paper with your dick like Oh dude, I sack tapped a lot. <laughs> they used to make me work until six, which was weird because the state, the the courthouses and everything closed by four thirty. That's weird. So when I was there at six, yeah, it made no sense why I was there at six, but um, I would go around a sack tapped a lot. Land records, my bitch. <laughs> but then um, left that for IT, and now I sit here brokenhearted with a sour taste in my mouth because some bad pussy. Um, Associated Administrators is a bullshit company. They're bullshit, and they're going down the tubes because they, they're focused too much on 100%. Any company, I get it. Every company is focused on putting out 100% productivity, but if you're going to you know, walk around with your dick in your hand and your thumb up your ass, well, I'm sorry, you can't even say with your dick in your hand because... Associated Administrators is owned by women. They, dude, uh, okay, here's... They walk around with someone else's dick in Number one. They every fucking guy that's worked there. Number one, the first with a bullet why that company is going down is because they are so... They're jerking each other off about how proud they are that a woman owns this company. They're so proud of the feministic bullshit that goes on there. It's, hello, you're churning out garbage. Your turnaround rate is deplorable. But hey, we still got a woman running the show. It's not a, it's not a matter of can a woman run the show. It's the fact that they just want to sit there and wax poetics about a woman being in charge when when they're firing people left and right for dumb shit, dumb shit. And then, you know, like I said, their turnaround. Dude, it, their me, fucking pr- productivity is not at 100% because they're too focused. They're too focused on that 100%. And not how to get there. Appearance and how to like like you you saw I know you saw Anchorman fucking re- remember that one point when uh, Veronica Coinstone actually got the opportunity to fucking host the fucking news that mm-hmm. you know, by herself and you hear the one bro it's like yeah you know you you did this and it's all of that sister Socratic circle bullshit and how you did well but with her she actually did her shit she was on her yeah. shit but the way that that goes oh because a woman is running this it's so much better 
And you just no, described that shit. No, it's not. It isn't because they the put, person, yeah. quality wise, if the person does a good job, whether man or woman, and this is where I come from, and somehow it's manipulated into being uh, me being the fucking like uh, a woman because, hater or yeah. some shit. And it's like, dude, no, it's it's not that. It's just if you can do the job, good or bad. I'm not saying that men do a better job or, or women do a better job. It's just like who does the best job. But in a roundabout way, it's just like, oh, because she's a woman. You know, it's that much more important. It's like, no. No, it isn't. Fucking not. It's not. What's important is if you can do the job. And then you took the words right out of my mouth. I don't care who's in charge. I've had women bosses for the past five years. I don't care. I I followed uh, the clerk of courts into hell with whatever she wanted to do. Fine. But uh, the woman who's in charge of associated administrators, again, they're going down. Their directors are morons. They they care about that hundred percent, and they um, but they don't know how to get there, and they expect the drones to get them there without explaining how to get there. But that goes to a statement on the quality of jobs that you have now. Like you know, I bounced from temp job to temp job, and eventually landed something that was a permanent job, not paying too far out of the range I wanted to pay, but the job itself wasn't something I wanted to do. And the people who were there were something, you know, I had some issues with one person who worked there. And I was just like, I can I can deal with it. I, I did the whole two weeks there and it just wasn't going to work out because they had one of those numbers. They had this 98%, but the 98% was subjective completely. I was like, so how are you going to grade? Because it was like a call center job. How can you grade my calls, like if I'm giving the information, but if you don't sound like you're smiling and happy to provide the information, I was like, what if I just speak like normally? Like, yeah, you know, this is the information for blah, 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 and we can schedule your test. Good luck, and uh, your test is on this date. That's essentially the shit that you're supposed to say. Yep. But if I don't exude positivity and mm-hmm. exuberance, then I'll, I'll get like a 75 on a call. I mean, it's a crapshoot, man. It's just the facts, I, man. I'm like this close to moving to California and just get a job in the porn industry. You can pay me in pot. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, uh, dude, you, you'd be like the male version of um, Linda Lovelace. Who? Linda Lovelace. Deeper. I don't think I've ever seen her. Deeper? Oh, yeah, that chick. Yeah. Yeah, but she was like... Exploited. It came out, yeah, she was exploited. I don't want to be exploited, well, but give me my money. To... No, you said give me weed. Give me weed, give me my money. You're going to be John Holmes. Yeah, boy. I'm the new Peter have... North. Mm. I've seen that dude in enough movies. That dude is old as fuck now, and he still gets pussy like it's a regular thing. Wolf balls are still in demand. Man. Dude, I'm my porn doppelganger, as I said before, is Rico Strong, that big uh, banana leaf lifting motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to have tattoos all over everywhere and just ravaging bitches. I what think about he's... Mandingo? No, that guy's in everything. One, he started off in gay porn, so I can't. Ew, that. I didn't know that. A lot of a lot of them end up starting off in it because well, it's like, it pays more. I could get five thousand dollars right now if I just let someone put it in my ass, but not doing that. It, it's funny how you use butt right after ass. It's yeah, like, exactly. I'm not doing that. My asshole is worth I mean, way more money. But what if you're the fucking one doing the the fucking? Uh, which, is, which is the gayer thing? Uh, it's all pretty queer to me. I I just, six or what half a dozen of those. I, I don't know. It's that's a weird. That's that's weird. Because, I think the taker is the the gayer of the. Because now we sound like women, where it's like I'll do a I'll I'll do this if you're gonna pay me enough. It's like I no, won't, I won't do either. <laughs> like look, like like I said before when we had that conversation about the comic industry and shit. I was like, I don't want to be a writer. I don't want to be an anchor. I don't want to be none of that. I want to be the guy that's like, yeah, um, Rob managed the fuck out of it. He marketed the fuck out of that comic book. 
I'm gonna market the fuck literally out of that porno. Hey, if you can get a little from a fluffer, I don't blame you. Well, yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, I'm, I'm, I was uh, watching uh, actually a video from Chrissy D. Mm. She's great, but I got turned off a little bit when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like a half black, half Japanese kind of chick. Hot. She's ablation. Yes. Um, she's really petite though, and she was fucking like Prince Ayashu and this other dude, BBCs essentially. And literally at one point, I was like, "Is her asshole bleeding?" I was like, "This is not." I was like, "It's hot watching this shit go in and out." But once it came out, I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't. I I, I can't watch anal porn just uh, because because they start with it being a nice little starfish and then they stretch that shit out like a chasm and it looks like the mouth of hell opening up like. It looks like it looks like in the, the old Batman sixties. It does. Twat. It just it doesn't look cool. prolapse. I don't like how that looks and it's gross. And I hate it. I was actually uh, talking to a broad on a POF and shit. And she was just like, uh, she's, she's a white broad and shit. I should think white, bitch. Shit. Um, blonde. I want to see a picture of this chick. And we, we were chit chatting about something. And um, she was like, So, yeah, you, you're a black guy. So you must have a BBC. And I was like, Really? It's like, you immediately go to that? The only BBC I know is that one song from Austin Powers. Literally, I said, Billionaire Boys Club. And she was just like, <laughs> You're an asshole. I was like, What do you mean? <laughs> I literally want that because I have two of their hats. Oh my goodness. $50 hats. BBC One, BBC Two. I only know BBC over in England. That's the BBC. BBC America. And they have better TV than, you know, the 50,000 channels we have over here. How's that possible? It's it's a lot of shit in America, fucking, that you you question, like, all right, we have this. It's great that we have this. But why is their equivalent of it so much better than ours? It's just weird how they have maybe three channels. And it's all exemplary. A show goes on for six episodes a season. And you're like, damn, I need more. Yeah, and it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's the whole approach of, you know when you get pussy regularly? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I don't even feel like fucking right now. But when you're getting pussy perspiringly, every chance. You're just like, I just want to fuck. Yeah, see, and I'm getting pussy sparingly now, and I still, I'm because on the Because of the quality of the pussy. I'm on the fence. And the quality's been good. The quality's been good. It's just, i The I'm, quality still includes that person wrapped around it. Yo, so. I can't. I can't fuck with my dick anymore. I fuck with my. I gotta fuck with my heart. <laughs> I wanna fuck with my heart so I can't bad. Fuck again. with my dick anymore. Like I can't. Like it's been forever since I've had a legit girlfriend, and it's like I used to be. I used to be the biggest stray cat strutting all around the streets, man. I would fuck no matter. You <laughs> My boy calls me the ultimate wingman because yeah. Uh, I'll talk to a fat girl if it means my boy is talking to who he wants to. I'll talk to a fat girl. And if she wants to get down, I'll get down. But I'm tired of fucking with my dick. I want to fuck with my heart again. I do. I want to fuck with my heart again, man. How is that so fucking funny? That's not funny. I want to just be in love. I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe in love no more. It's hard to. It's really hard to. Like plenty of fish. I'm never going back on there. I might go back on Match.com. Might. Keyword. My thing might. is this. If I can get into a conversation with a motherfucker, you know, I got a... I don't think this is a decent rate. Like, what, when you have something that's at least a 20% rate, I don't know, it's something, I forget what it is, but it's something if you actually be able to get 20% off your attempts, that's a win. Like, you know, in baseball, if you're getting three hits out of ten, mm-hmm. that's considered to be really good. I think in this game, with bitches, you're able to get anywhere between 
one out of every ten or two out of every ten, you're doing pretty fucking good. One out of five for me is that twenty percent. So if I'm able to get in a conversation with any of them, I talked to five different broads, ten different broads. I'm gonna be able to get in one of their heads deep enough that I'm gonna be able to fuck them. I somehow turned into the Hamilton of dating. Like, he was on point a year or two ago. Now, he's throwing junk whenever he gets on the mound. That's me. I'm just, I can't, I can't Hamilton. do nothing but throw junk. Hamilton? Hamilton, or Hamel. I'm yeah, sorry. Hamilton. Hamilton, I'm thinking Mark. I'm thinking Mark. Like he's cock, and fucking see. cock knocker and shit. Yeah. Fucking joker. Nah, it, Hamel, I'm sorry. Ooh, shows my, uh, shows how well I know the Orioles. Ooh. I'm on my Dontrell Willis. Wolf in sheep's clothing. Dontrell Willis. But it's the truth. Like, I as was far good as dating goes, all I've been doing is getting junk. Yeah, I mean, I look at it like this. You can't look at it like a pitcher. You gotta look at it like a hitter. Now, you've watched enough baseball. I'm sure you've heard of Vladimir Guerrero. He was what they consider one of the best bad ball hitters. He can hit pitcher's pitches. He can hit a pitch that was at his fucking ankles. That right there, your strike zone, when it comes to bitches, has to be between your tits and your ankles. I mean, you can hit anything in that area. <laughs> Now, if yeah. you're just going for right down center cut, you're Mark Reynolds. And you're going to strike out a lot. Damn, this analogy is working well. Analogy. You don't want to strike out a lot. You want to be able to hit everything that's possible. Me, I got a, I got a sweet zone. And I want to get out of that zone. I want to be able to be a more uh, established hitter. I want to be just a power hitter. I, I want to say I'm like Adam Jones, where it's like when I'm on, I'm on. When I'm not, I'm not. And I am not. Right now you're playing. You're playing like Marquez, sir. I fucking dude. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, the funniest thing happened a night ago. I went to a happy hour with my ex coworkers uh-huh. at this place called Casamias, which to me is a pizza joint. And oh, I even yeah. said that to my boy. I was like, "We're going to the pizza place," and he's like, "No, it's a it's like a bar that's all the way down York Road." Mm-hmm. And um, there's supposed to be ten of us. Someone was supposedly putting in a reservation. Yeah. And uh, we're talking to the hostess, and she's like. Well, do you know their name? And we're like, yeah, we know their name, but are they on the list? And she starts rifling off names. Dude, at 7 o'clock, Nick Markakis. Dude, I'm not even joking you. The dude just rolled in. He had a party of 10 at this hole-in-the-wall fucktard bar, bar restaurant. I was like, what the fuck is Nick Markakis doing <laughs> this fucking far out in the sticks when Ruth Chris is just a couple miles from the stadium? Well, he doesn't live in the stadium. It, it doesn't matter. I think it's he lives just, in Towson. Oh, he does. Didn't know that. Some of them regardless, live in Towson, yeah. Regardless, we're sitting there like, man, you know, Nick Markakis, what is he doing like, here? I was like, you fucking suck this see, year. See, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to walk up and go, I just wanted to be like, uh, oh my God, I love you. Hey, wait a minute. You're not Chris Davis. Fuck you. Oh, shit. And just walk away. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were Chris Davis for a minute. I, I would have even. I thought you were Adam Jones. Yeah. Oh. So like, what? Dude, I would. I I'd walk up to Adam Jones and straight tell him. I'd be like, dude, you make baseball sexy, and that's no lie. <laughs> I, I would feel so comfortable in my he- my heterosexuality where I would shake his hand and tell him that shit. Good for you getting that deal. Because the day I remember the day he signed his contract, he was just terrible out in the field. <laughs> like he made one or two errors. Like, he didn't get a single hit. And it's like, good thing you got that contract, Jonesy. You are clad for the next seven years. And, and the thing is, people were saying, oh, he's not worth it. I was like, are you fucking high? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I've had people who are like, he, you know, he only hits every now. It's like, he's a good 
ball player, Dude, but he had a consistent ass season. Yeah, like and his numbers have gone up each of the last three or four years. The it's thing, just funny when people want to talk shit about guys who are on when they're not on. The thing, the thing that gets me, and this is gonna sound a little fucked up, but working there behind the scenes in that 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 realm for a while, mm-hmm. you hear a lot of racist ass shit, and it's not considered racist because they just say, oh, he as a player. Mm-hmm. But you you listen to some of the shit. It's like I don't know why Adam Jones hot hot dogs it like that. I'm like, uh, because he can. It's like, you know, if he just ran the ball a different way, you know, he'd be a much better fielder than he gets back-to-back gold gloves. <laughs> like, obviously, sir, that, you know, witticism or criticism you just provided means nothing. Means nothing. Uh-huh. You know, it is really subjective, the, you know, the if he makes spectacular plays, you know, he just makes the solid plays. Just do like Brady Anderson. You sound like, Brady Anderson's a terrible fielder. He, he just, he had one fifty. <laughs> That's why inches. they stuck him in right field. He was a center fielder. He was? I thought he was right he field was a center for a fielder. while. Um, I, think, I don't remember, man. I think when his legs got fucked up and got old, there was like right field you go, but you got to have an arm and have Yeah, right I could have sworn he was a right fielder at one point. Because I believe... Because Serhoff, uh, Serhoff was, was midfield, or midfield. Now I'm talking Serhoff like a right soccer field. player. Serhoff was right field. <sighs> I think they may have moved Brady to left field before they shipped his ass off to the Indians. But still, you know, it's just like, okay. really? What the fuck are you talking I about? I was rooting for the Indians, too. I was hoping the O's didn't make it in. I was like, you know what? It would be it would be incredible to see the Indians do it. Have the playoffs been decided? Who's in the World Series? Um, right now, we're in the championship series for American League and National League. Currently, it's the Tigers ahead against Detroit. I mean, no, the Detroit ahead against uh, Boston, okay. one one to nothing, and uh, the Red, I mean, the Cardinals uh, two games ahead against the Dodgers. I and mean, everybody was flaking out because they thought Dodgers are going to take it all the way. Uh. We'll see. I got to, me and Rudy talked about this the other day. It's going to end up being a rematch of 2006 World Series, yeah. um, Cardinals versus Detroit. And here's the here's an interesting thing: all four of the teams are like early teams. Yeah, like you start looking at that logo, it's like that's old English. <laughs> the fucking Detroit logo. Yeah, I never really paid attention to the Tigers. I used to have a buddy who uh, he was from Detroit, so all he would talk about are the Tigers. Yeah, the Tigers. I don't know what the accent just, is. I'm like, just like, no, it, no, it's Detroit, man. It's Detroit. The only thing that they got for me is two guys. They got Prince Fielder, and they have uh, Miguel uh, Cabrera. And I just love that name, Prince Fielder. I used to know a guy whose first name was King. Yeah. Like, like T.I. son and shit. Yeah, like, I love that shit. You know what? This is how you know. This would be some fucked up shit. Like, uh, King has a son. Like, I think my son Popper. He's not going to be his greatest name. <laughs> like, you're a dick of a father. <laughs> name him Jeeves. <laughs> you know name, what? He's going to be a Duke. Duke. I named my son Duke. That'd be good. Duke Silver Dobry. Yeah, roll your eyes. Parks and Rec forever. Dude, question. What's the deal with, and this is for your people, what's the deal with white people using the word Jack? Calling that kid Jack out of nowhere. Just It's like an overused name for me. I don't know. White people do stupid things a lot. But I mean, you're in that circle enough to know like a little inside dope. Well, it's that. kind of funny because you say Jack. My ex-girlfriend has a nephew named Jake. And it's like... And they call him Jakey, and I'm like, uh... But, but you see what the person's real name is? His real name is, like, John, but yeah. it's like, he's John the Third, so we call him Jack. Jack is like a dog's name to me. Mm-hmm. Jack? Like, Jack Reacher was, like, the most fucking uh, mundane title for a movie and character. <laughs> it's like, what the... Is Jack Reach Around? What the fuck is going on? I'm sure there's a porn out there, Jack Reach Around. With Tom Cruise? Uh, or Reacher uh, I'm Around. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No one listens to this, but, you know... You don't know Scientologists can be all over our shit. They do too. They're very litigious. Oh, 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 oh. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Fuck them. Fuck Scientology. 
Fuck like, all that bullshit. But yeah, it's, it's like it's like once you get in it, and then you get out, you might die. It's like the Bloods, man. <laughs> like the Illuminati. Scientology, oh, the Illuminati. Dude, you know what? I'm gonna get that much money that I can become part of Illuminati. I would like that. I'll clean too. that shit up. I would like that too. I just want to make a fat stack of money so I don't have to worry about fucking working. Is it? It is the American dream to make a fat stack and then not do anything with the rest of your life except live comfortably. Dude, I would That's my work. dream. I would still work. I would work on projects I wanted to work on. I would fund things. I would become an executive producer. Hypothetical. We use questions here, sir, not questions. Queerstions, <laughs> queerstions. We need to come up with a stupid bullshit title for some <laughs> bullshit segment on this show. Not that this show is bullshit. I'm just. I heard saying. that was a murder in a bookstore recently. <laughs> but anyway, no, we can come back to that. <laughs> no, we can. No, we can come back to that because <laughs> I uh, I blasted preemptively and that's <laughs> like Reba George Hey, hey, hey. I'm proud of him. I'm I'm willing to to go back on record with that shit because. You know, yeah. that shit is what it is. Fuck that noise, dude. Here's the thing. We, 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 how can I put this? You, when you see an athlete and someone talks shit about an athlete mm-hmm. and then the athlete goes out there and proves why they are the shit, we have to do that. Well, see, that's the thing. Um, we can, I would rather be the one talking shit. Well, it doesn't even matter because they would just come back and it's like, ooh, look at all our bands. Look at the best of Baltimore. You gotta, you gotta do like Fort Minor said, man. Take the high road, man. I do take the high road, but I'm sick of taking the high road. Getting back at someone by living a healthy life is no type of revenge. That's what's the antithesis of uh, uh, proactive? That's like that's reactive, right? Reactive, I guess. And like I like to be, I like to be very proactive. I'm impatient, so with that, the byproduct of that is being what I consider proactive or ambition or passionate. I, I rationalize all of my horseshit to make it positive and show positive quality yeah. for me. So instead of saying, you know what, we're just going to do better than them, I think you take shots at them, thinly veiled shots, but you still show why your shit is so much better than theirs. I mean. Them's just the facts, kid. Taking the high road to me means you're just okay with people walking on you. And I'm not okay with that anymore. I got that. I I put up with that shit for so fucking long that it's, it's staggering. It is staggering. Staggering how long I just let people walk all over me. But when 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 shit like when when shit doesn't go well, dude. Like I think me and my dad had this conversation yesterday. We were talking about like black people how to eat terrible food, and he's just like, "Yeah, it's something about when you get that grease and shit in your system, it makes everything seem better." And I was like, "I think that's a byproduct of how bad times are. When the times are worse, you eat worse." Yeah, yeah, I I definitely. It's not just a black thing, homie. Like I definitely do that too. I I remember I remember uh, coming home from that innocent looking bookstore taping. I stopped at McDonald's and gorged on like three Big Macs. I was not happy with myself. I was not happy with the situation. But those Big Macs tasted nice. You were Michael Fassbender from Shameless. Pretty much. But but the thing is, it's like you you do that shit. And I think in these times, there's so little to be like. Damn, you know what? I'm happy to be alive. Inherently, you are happy to be alive. Yet, the pluses aren't there. Exactly. Thus, you're you're shorter about shit, so taking the high road is harder. It's hard to appreciate what you... Like, I mean, we all have something. We all have a little piece to go, you know what? At least I'm not pouring in the gutter. I'm not... At least I'm not being asked. I'm not. Me. I'm not my friend over here who has an autistic kid. I'm not, I'm not like this dude over here. At least here. I'm not in jail. 
I'm not in jail. Because I we would, have something I would be sold. to be thankful for. Oh, dude, I would be I would be somebody's bitch before they even took my fingerprints. <laughs> my man is like, I'm already rented out. I'm already, <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't survive. I can't go to jail. Oh shit, Dan's the red box. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. Like, if I ever went to jail, I'm just gonna have to immediately, as soon as I get put in my cell, I gotta murder somebody. You gotta murder someone that looks like me. I gotta murder anybody. I gotta have face tattoos and shit. Ugh. But but yeah, man, like I, I think. Just with that, it's hard to try to be like, and I and I came to my bowling point the other day. You were here for this shit, and I just get physically, just just empty, dude. Like I just had no energy just because I put a lot out there, and, and not and like, there's maybe that much return. That much return, but because the shit isn't perceived to be as tangible as one would like, it's like oh, you're not really doing much. Dude, I do a lot that motherfuckers don't see. Like even that's woman speak right there. You're not doing much. And it's like, shit. you slit. And this is the shit that we, as, we're not going with the whole male thing, but you have to deal with, you have to somehow justify your existence to another person. And I'm always at the thought process of, the fuck makes you so great? The fuck are you to say anything to me? And somehow, I'm horrible for acknowledging that and pointing that shit out. I'll point out I know, a fucker's right? flaws. I will point out a fucker's flaws. And, and it bugs me, like... And that ties back to what we were saying earlier. You want to love with your heart, not your dick. It's hard to love with your heart and shit when you have that shit being being presented to you. You have I fucking got, suck you by. I just every know point. I got walls, man. I got walls. And Tom Petty's right. Oh, I thought you were referencing jail again. No, no, no. I got walls <laughs> around my heart. And, you know, like Tom Petty says, you got a heart so big it could crush this town. Dude. But I can't like, It's like the Bukowski thing, man. Every time I fall in love, it breaks my bones, you know? It really does. That's a good line, dude. He he has some deep shit, man. But it's dude perpetually when it comes to this one particular, um, you know, broad, fucking separate ways continually plays in my in my head. That song does. uh, Lauren Hill's one thing constantly does. Uh, Queen. I listen to Queen's "Somebody to Love" on a regular basis. But she was a fat bottom girl too. So that's I mean, I don't listen to that. That, that song kind of gets on my nerves. It's a plus. No, because I, I think I, I think of that song. I think about eating her ass. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> fat butt. <laughs> I mean, I love that song because at my height, I was the biggest chubby chaser this side of Maryland. Uh, Wanted. I was man. He has Twinkies and bacon. Boyo, I would fuck <laughs> bacon a fat girl Twinkies. in a heartbeat. I my friends at one point thought I, they were gonna find out I died by getting crushed. Dude, I remember we did a story in the infancy of Robcast where it was this fat bitch that killed her boyfriend by sitting on his face. Woo! He was maybe 30 pounds lighter than you and a couple inches tall. So he was a gangly motherfucker. And she had to be a good three bills. I'm sorry. I don't want to eat that pussy. I don't either. I'll fuck it when we eat it. I don't think I would even fuck it. I don't think I'd be able to get to it. I'd fuck it. I'd at least attempt. Yoga ball style, man. Yoga ball. <laughs> it's mine, baby. Yoga ball style. It's mine. Drop my balls on that. No one can take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I'd, I'd be doing something different, much different. Mm-hmm. I'd be doing some really questionable. It'll be very Brazilian jujitsu. You gotta come up with a move where it's like in the ass. You call it your b boy stance, where it's just it's some weird where you got your fists in the pussy, but you got your balls your balls deep in the ass. I don't know I, how I that works. I fuck on top of a... Just um, get on your B-boy stance. I fuck on top of a, uh, a fucking cardboard... A, a slat of cardboard. 
and I spit her ass. They call me Crazy Legs. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I just get on my hands, put my hands up, and just start spinning on my dick. Turntable pussy. <laughs> Wear Run DMC glasses when I do it. Good lord. Oh, that's a visual. One I got my gazelle. All my nightmares for nights. And I gotta put a Kango on. Kango, yes. That's that's see. That's why I can never work out with your sis, because you already know what happened. I'd kill you. That's why. Well, you'd have a cream-colored nephew. I wouldn't care about that. I already got mulattoes in my family. Well, I mean, one that looks like me, though. We's miscegenated all through the Dobra clan. Dude. I need to watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I haven't watched I watched that, that recently, ever. actually. I love that movie. I am a man of constant sorrow. Hey. Soggy Bottom Boy sounds like a gay porno, though. I mean, it could <laughs> be. It could be. But, I, uh, you know, I will say when I do watch that, I, I think of the, uh, the old uh, barbecue lady. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I call her for another one. She's a barbecue lady. She burned a hole in my soul, man. Bitches be bitches be bitches be bitches. I just gotta. I just. I just wish I could take more of the dude's approach, man. Just to life. You know, I wish I could too. Like, I. I really do. Uh, kind of begrudge my dad for not raising me <laughs> to be a tougher guy. Oh. No, no. I mean, I thank him for everything he did for how he raised me because he did raise me right. But at the same time, he didn't raise me, and I know I'm going to sound gay when I say this, but he didn't raise me to be rough and tumble. He didn't raise me to fight. He didn't raise me to realize, hey, guys talk shit to each other was all he, the time, so grow though? some skin. Was he that guy, though? He was a hippie. All he did was smoke pot and not let me play with G.I. Joes because they're symbols of war. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I was eight years dude, old when he told me real that. Shit, I thought your dad was a greaser and shit. And then you say he's a hippie. No, he's a greaser in, in the Italian sense. <laughs> but dude, see, my, my dad was kind of the opposite, the antithesis of that. So, you know, he, he was definitely a pot smoker. He said, let's do some Hendrix. And he was in the whole war thing and shit like that. But with that, he's just like, eh, I think I want my kids to be, don't have the, the same shit I dealt with. Because you, you do file shit, file shit comes back to haunt you later. Well, it's always like, you know, you want better, better for, for your, your kids. Offspring. And by that, I don't think it means, oh, money and a really lavish house and cars. I think mindset. it means, like, at, 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 when I, okay, when my dad found out that I, I didn't even get the sex talk. When I, when my dad found out I lost my virginity, he shook my hand and said, good for you. And then dropped, <laughs> he dropped me off at the girl's house that I was banging. And then he came and picked me up a few hours later because, fuck, if I didn't get my license until I was 20. Fuck. But, um... But no, you know, I mean, he did the best he could do. and But, like, yeah, it's like you just, like, if I have, what if, if I ever had a kid, when he's 17 and he has sex for the first time, I'm going to sit him down and be like, look, you got to do this shit right. <laughs> Double down the head. Uh, it's all right that you're thinking with your dick right now, but think with a condom on it, all right? Dude. You don't need to take that same drive downtown that I took. Dude, I, uh, I didn't get any ass. That I recall until I was 19. And, you know, ever since that, I've just been a fucking dick beast. But, uh, no one gave me the talk. As far as my parents are concerned, they still think I've not fucked anything. I mean. Because I've been the same even kill guy, dirty as fuck before, dirty, dirtier probably since. And I, I remember something, this is weird, but something my mom said, and I was like, she's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, we don't get a shot of pussy. And I was like, what? Wow. 
It's like, who says that? And, um, but I, I agree to a, to a degree with the whole rough and tumble thing. I didn't really get that, but I, I found that my on my own in a sense of, I don't like being fucked with. Yeah. So I'll do my defense mechanism shit, and if I have to get down to fucking someone up, then I'll have to. And I'm a shit talker. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm somewhat uh, altruistic that if, let's say you, you have some shit and you just don't really get something, I'll give you as much as I can if I know the shit. And that's why I get frustrated. You know, those those intangibles I was talking about. That's why I get so frustrated. It's like, look, yeah. dude, look at shit this way. He's like, you know what? You might be right. And then motherfuckers start looking at it and they're like, oh, damn, I'm happier now. That's the way you got to look at shit. Yeah. Fuck people. Fuck people. There's only, I only have a close niche group now and I'm thankful for what I have. But really, I fuck people. More. I know. I'd like more too. I'd like to be where I was when I was 22 and had like this huge circle of friends. But times change. Not even People friends. are Not awful friends. and friends, no. time waits for no one, I guess. Where I'm at now, I wish I was the same place where I was at when I was 25. I I, mean, I, I I'm I dealing have... with the same horse shit when it comes to bras that I was when I was 25, but I had more money. I was repairing shit. I was fixing myself. I was achieving goals. And I wasn't really dealing with like anxiety and all of that different shit. And I think when you're... Even when you're quote unquote rough and tumble, you still deal with anxiety. You just deal exactly. with it in a really destructive way. I deal with anxiety way better than I used to. Like, I used to be way too destructive. But now I deal with it way better. If you want to be rough and tumble, do you know what? Have somebody say some oh, shit well, to you. I will throw down face. in a fight. I will throw. And see, that's the thing. I be the aggressor, though. I haven't been in a legitimate fight for years. And 10 plus? The. God, maybe. I want to say at least nine years. At least nine years. Because somebody told me, once you're out of your 20s, you shouldn't be getting into fights. I was like, you shouldn't huh? be, but it's like this for me. It's like I have pent up so much rage in me that I may not turn into the Hulk, but I'm breaking somebody's neck with a single punch. Like I would go to jail for battery. I'm not going to fight like some, meh, put up nah. your boots there, governor. No, I'm going... <laughs> To I'm going to bludgeon a person. Like it's going to be bad for me when it gets all said and done with because I will fucking I'll do it until my hands break. I don't it's care. It's like pugilist come. You know, it's like I need to nut and somebody's gonna get fucked up. Somebody needs to get fucked up. I I, I like I'm not really into the whole fighting thing because it's like Well I'm not either. It's not the most attractive thing, it's not the most constructive thing. Like I used uh, to have the whole thing of I'll, and this sounds mildly, well, heavily uh, self-destructive, I'll hurt myself, not like, oh, I'm going to sit here and just like slit my wrist or some shit like that, nothing that fucking crazy, but I'll fucking punch a hole in the wall or something versus punching a hole in someone's face. Just because, you know, people piss me off a lot with their shit. But I sit there, internalizing, and I try to think about it a little bit more versus reacting. Thus, I think that's... I think you have levels. You got proactive, reactive, and I don't know what the last one is, but I think it, I guess it's like a, a a more versed form of being reactive. Probably. But you sit there, you think of it. It's like informed reaction, and I don't want to just fly off the handle because I think when you just are purely reactionary, that's when shit that you end up regretting later happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like that, uh, what is that? That buyer's beware after you come kind of thing? Mm-hmm, the buyer's like, remorse. Like, I should not have fucked her. Yeah, I've said that more than one time in my day. If I had a dollar for every time I said that. And there's things I've said to people that I know, like, dealing with, you know, certain people and shit, primarily women, you, you say fucked up things because they say fucked up things to you, so you react to it. Yep. And then you are supposed to realize that you're supposed to have thicker skin you're supposed to be able to deal with because you're a male. Yeah. And that you're not supposed to have those type of feelings. Well, see, I, I don't know. My mom filled me with emotions growing up, so I'm, I am, I'm still an emo kid. Well, I'm talking about the approach. Is they, let's say, you know, you're with your broad, well, I'll play the role of your broad. Fuck you, you ain't shit anyway. You're nothing. You're no one. You're never going to achieve anything in life. Mm. And your retort was something like, I fucked your best friend. And that shit you can't take back. <laughs> that seemed not really reactionary. That seemed like premeditated, like a motherfucker. Yeah. But, you know, you'll hear shit like that, and you're like, really? That you, were you holding on to this, or do you just react with such fucking vitriol and venom and shit? Eh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I... Or the thing now, as you mentioned earlier with um, your recent conquest, the, the belief now, bitches think they can just punch dudes in the face, and that it's acceptable. And it's like... Maybe the rough and tumble thing, you need to fake it until you make it a little bit because, you know, like like Adam Carolla's book says, in 50 years, we're all going to be chicks. And I tried to tell my brother that shit. I was like, dude, you've got to fucking grow a set sometimes and just say, fuck this, no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even, you know, another cast member of the fucking podcast, you know, Torn, I tell him kind of the same thing. And he responds back with, my, with his, like, well, maybe you should learn to take an L sometimes. We're on the opposite ends of that spectrum. I'm not really big into losing. Miss you, Tron. Miss you, buddy. But it... <laughs> That's still his nickname, right? Um, he's right nickname. there. <laughs> yeah. the, the, bl- the, the blackened TV. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like... You, you take an L, but you can't take every L, because then you take every L and suddenly you're a bitch. I mean, I'm sick of taking L's, because people look at me like I'm a bitch when it comes to certain things. You take too hey, many L's, you become an L. You become a loser. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not a musician. Can't help it. We got about that much left. Yeah. So, you know, just with those L's, man. You take them when you feel that they're necessary. When you feel like, you know what? I have a position here, but I don't think this is a winning position. I think we're both going to lose. So I'm going to show a level of maturity here. I'll take that L. But if it's just something, whereas, why can't you just agree with me? Fuck that. Because you're probably wrong, bitch. Like, you know, I just wanted to come there and take a shit on this guy's floor. It's like, how how are you not wrong in this situation again? (laughs) It's like, well, you know, he said something really foul to my friend, so I need to do something as foul. It's like, why why do you have any panties on? Why are you taking a shit on someone's floor? And I, I don't know. It's just like, it's just those things where you won't come on the same path. You won't get, you know, their reasoning for doing shit. And they won't understand why you don't get their reasoning. It's because shit is so different, man. So, don't take L's. Yeah. The moral of the story today, fuck people. Fuck people who use shit. Fuck abusers, women. Um, and love with your heart and not your dick all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Life lesson right there for you. Take it from me. You can love with your tongue, though. No, not that. What you told me earlier, (laughs) (laughs) my man was working at a post office. He's like, I gotta send this mail off. It's like, bet you, bet you, it takes like Jameson's.
You're oh, one in a million, shit. Rob. You know that? <laughs> you are one in a million, buddy. That's that's one thing that, that motherfuckers ask me when, when I'm on POS. They ask me, so like, just describe yourself in like one word. Like, I'm original. I'm not, <laughs> not an innovator. Uh, I, gotta go I do shit POS my own status. way. <laughs> I say some foul shit when I'm talking to people. I say, I don't really give a fuck. If you don't like it, like, why should I have to sit there and lie to you? In any instance, not just in that whole shit, but in any instance, and even the person in real life, it's like, yo, why should I sit here and lie to you? I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to be upfront. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to hear, what you need to know. Yeah. Nah. Any last words, sir? We're not going to murder you or anything. Um, Avoid prison rape. Fuck what you heard. That's what I say. Danger Puggy? Danger Pug all day. Innocent looking bookstore, no way. Ha <laughs> ha! Horrible you. Horrible universe is, um, well, actually, the, the, the awesome thing is, uh, uh, a buddy of mine, good buddy of mine, uh, H.C. Noel, ah. he, um, he just wrapped his Kickstarter program. Well, I think it actually has a few more days, but as far as getting funded, he made it. And, uh, his, his, uh, comic <coughs> is Terranormal, mm-hmm. Terranormal.com. It's a webcomic. But uh, he's going to be doing the next two pages for Horrible Universe, the webcomic. Awesome. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. That'll be probably coming within a, in, the, in the next month or so. Everybody, all my artist buddies are busy right now. If it's not with their own project, it's with babies. Um, mm. And that's cool, too, because that child is adorable. But, uh, you know, I mean, things are in the works. It's just a matter of uh, waiting to get it done. I think when you hit it, you hit it hard, man. I mean, dude... Uh, I, I guess I can I can pre-announce this mm-hmm. um, if you don't mind taking an extra minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unreal, the super awesome superhero, is my next project. Awesome. Uh, the first issue is penciled. Uh, we are in talks to get it finished, like uh, inks, and then I'm gonna take it and post it on horribleuniverse.com. The first issue is going to be absolutely free on my website. And uh, from there, we're going to open a Kickstarter, and then we're going to finish the next five books, and we're going to release a, uh, a full length. And it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Dancing yeah. Comic Drug Dealer, the first hit for free. The rest you got to I mean, Well, out. yeah, well, the first issue is like 24 pages. Yeah. So for 24 weeks, we're going to be on a schedule of getting a page out week by week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be good. It'll be cool when that thing finally gets off the ground. I'm working with a, hard, a real team. I'm working with a team of people who aren't just going to drop the shit because they don't feel like redrawing anything or they just feel like doing something else. Like, I've got a hard team on this one. And uh, sky's the limit, homie. Sky's the limit for us. Uh, fuck all that other bullshit. Fuck the imitators. Uh, it's fucking Robcast, bitch. Yeah, man, we got um, a few big things coming soon on here. We're just working hard to, to get them going. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So stick with us, folks, if you're listening. And uh, thank, thanks again for listening. So uh, for Dan D, whoa, this whoa, is whoa. Rob Lee, and this was Robcast.